Hello, bug catchers, and welcome to Experience Share, a Pokemon podcast starring me, Sunfloraner, aka Ooh. Tanner Greenring. Nice flow. And my co host, Pinekosh. Pinekosh. <laughs> Pinekosh. Should be Pinekosh, technically. AKA Josh Fjellstad. But Pinekosh is more of my name. We are playing the Pokemon game starting with Red and Blue, which we've defeated. And now we are on Gen 2 Gold and Silver in the Johto region. And by the Johto region, I mean the Kanto region once again. We're back in Kanto. And things have changed, not in a good way. Oh, the landscape. So much infrastructure changed in the last three years. Yeah. Because that's what we determined the timeline was, right? Only person so far in the game who has commented about the timeline was some like elderly gentleman in a Pokemon Center that, like, Lord knows where he was when I talked to him. And he said that the events in red and blue were in three years ago. Yep. In three years, some things have changed and a whole lot of nothing has changed in this town. Well, I guess we can start at the beginning. We beat it. We beat the game and I thought it was game over. And then Josh encouraged me to fire it back up just to see what my file looked like. And I, I woke up from like a dream and I was back home in New Barktown. And then the second you fire up the game, you get a call. Beep, 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 beep. And it's Professor Elm and he says... Tanner, come meet me in my lab. He didn't say Tanner. He said Fjallstan. You took that call. That one you were willing to take. Well, I didn't have a choice. Sometimes it forces you to take calls. It's like when you accidentally are trying to hit decline, and then you accidentally hit accept, and then you're trapped into like a robocall. You go into Professor Elm's lab, and he's got a ticket for you for the cruise ship fast ship SS Aqua. It's like a catamaran. Is that what you call it? Where it's got like two floats? Catamarans are usually sailing as well, though, right? I don't know what it's called. And this one's definitely steam-powered. Not steam-powered. Oil. Electric. Electric? It looks electric. I took a boat that looked exactly like it from Calais to Dover once. Have you ever taken that trip? Beautiful trip. No, I've wanted to do that one, yeah. Yeah. And there was a portly old British gentleman getting a very, well, I would call it erotic massage oh. oh god and he wasn't getting a hand job he was li literally getting a massage like on the deck a chair massage but like he was moaning in a way that i was like oh okay give him some privacy hey i'll take what he's having <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is interesting that it's like oh professor elm whose relationship with you is you know very unclear it seems relatively superficial and he's like Hey, Joshua, like, heard you just became, like, the champion of Johto. How about, like, a pleasure cruise? Yeah. A little strange. A little strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I talked to my mom about it after and made sure it was okay. Did you? Mostly I needed to check on my money and where my fucking Snorlax beanbag is. Mm. Updates? Updates on Snorlax beanbag? No, she's still taking my money, hoarding it away. Don't know what's happening. If there's a way I could get you money, some of my money, I got more than I know what to do with, to be honest. I think in my inventory right now, I ha might have 60 hyper potions and 60 full heals. 60? That's pointless. I just have like a ton of them. I just bought a bunch. Probably like 50 ultra balls too. I don't really ever go higher than like 20 on anything. 20 feels good. It's definitely enough. Oh, Joshua, wait until you hear this, this Mon <laughs> journey I went on this week and you'll understand perfectly well why I stocked up the way I did. Interesting. 
New Bark Town. New Bark Town. There's not much happening. You just get this ticket for the SS Aqua. Yeah, I bid farewell to my mother once again. Our connection sucks, and I'm going to blame COVID-19 for it. I mean, you're recording in a closet. I can barely I'm even make you okay. out. So, bug catchers, <laughs> we're here to serve as an escape from your lives. And we're not here to dwell on the fact that we're all in a global pandemic right now. And we are. And this episode's not coming out for two weeks. So maybe by two weeks from now, this will all have blown over. And we'll all be back at work and laughing about the fact that we were so worried about this thing. Let's hope it's more like the Poke Russ. And it's quick, fleeting. You know about the Pokerus? No. Ooh. Pokevirus? Yeah. Who gets it? It's like a random virus that Pokemon can get that you capture. It's like a three out of like 60 something thousand chance of getting it, but it improves their EVs. So it improves like the stats that they acquire through battles. Okay. But it only lasts for a certain amount of time. It's good though. You want it. Yeah. It's actually good. That would be better. It would be better. But I should say the studio I usually record in has closed. Yeah. For the foreseeable future. So I am in my closet and everyone in Brooklyn, which is where Josh and I live, is quarantined to their homes. So everyone is working from home. I haven't left my house in uh, five days. You haven't left your house? No. You haven't stepped outside? No. Oh, you're taking it very seriously. Well, I mean, you're, you're a good quarantiner, but I'm like an A plus quarantiner. Wow. Anyway, that's probably the reason why our connection sucks so much is because everyone in fucking Brooklyn is on their internet right now and bored out of their minds because we're all responsible young adults self-quarantining. They're probably all starting podcasts, actually. Oh, God. That's the problem. We don't need any fucking competitors. We're going to have some competition. This is what we've been reduced to, bug catchers. This is our lives now. <laughs> so that's the situation right now. So I am recording in my closet and our connection does suck because... The world is going to shit. Yeah. But none of that is important because we're here to talk about Pokemon. Yeah, that's exactly when Joshua and Fjallstan thought it was a great time to take a pleasure cruise. Yeah, let's get out of here. Olivine City, that's where the SS Aqua is. Yeah, so we have to go back to Olivine City again. And I did. I flew using Robert the Bruce, my fly friend. He's back. I'll say this, just to tease it now. Yeah. Robert the Bruce is a fixture on Fjallstan's team now because I did so much dang flying this week. Where are you flying to? Oh, God, Josh. If I... I really struggled this week, Josh. I'm not a very detail-oriented sort of person. <laughs> okay. And I went up to Olivine City, and I got on the boat, the SS Aqua, and I did the SS Aqua stuff, which we will get to in a moment, but you end up in Kanto in um vermilion city vermilion city and once you're there you can't get back right because the ss aqua only runs on certain days in certain directions so i was like oh, okay i'm here now i'm gonna do some stuff here in kanto that i can do but like now that i'm done here in kanto and i want to go back to like do some leveling in johto i can't do it i'm not allowed to yeah, the only way you can do it is you have to go to the Indigo Plateau and go back through Victory Road and Route 26 or whatever. I actually had this problem the other way. I ended up taking the SS Aqua back to Johto, but then was stuck in Johto and then surfed from Johto back to Indigo Plateau and flew from Indigo Plateau back to Vermilion City. Jesus because it was now like registered on my flight map. So I was doing a lot of like grinding through fucking Victory Road 
and surfing and flying my way back between the two continents and it sucked and it's like fuck the ss aqua and its fucking schedule yeah what a nightmare yeah the ss aqua despite its name being the fast ship is seemingly slow or at least poorly funded because it it only leaves from kanto every wednesday and sunday and it comes back monday and friday which is stupid it's only four days out of the week it takes like two minutes to surf between the fucking two continents right so like what's the point it's a very apt parable to growing up on a tiny island across from seattle (laughs) when i was a kid i remember like loving the ferry because it came like every half hour basically yeah and then over the years especially because of this dick tim iman oh fuck tim iman everybody in washington state if you don't hate him then like we got a problem yeah he ran this campaign in the early 2000s and late 90s to like defund the Washington State ferries and like various infrastructure projects. And so there was just like a direct parallel from like every year as I got older, the service got worse. Now when I go back to Seattle, I still have to take that boat. And now I'm flying for fucking six hours on top of it. And if I don't line up everything like land, light rail, get downtown, make it to the ferry. If you don't line it up, there's basically like an hour to like an hour and a half in between boats. And then you're just trapped at this, like, dilapidated terminal. Just surf, idiot. Surf over. That's the only way to do it. We'll be able to take the train in the future? The train is something that, of course, all the adults in Kanto have not dealt with, and they need a couple of 11-year-olds, once again, to save their ass, because something is wrong at the power plant. Well, I know what's wrong at the fucking power plant. It's in fucking... It's in shambles. It's ruins. That's what's wrong at the power plant. Well, yeah, because... uh couple of fuckers three years ago captured the zapdos that was powering the whole region oh right (laughs) it's even more ruined now it's gonna just rubble actually joshua the first and mr squirt captain mr squirt sorry their fault that kanto has no power anymore yeah we'll fix it you remember the ss ann you remember when we rode in the SSN together and we had so much fun and it was such a beautiful time and a beautiful heady days where we weren't worried about anything and yeah. we were just riding this, the beautiful waves together? I took Churchill out on the bow, showed him the sea. Oh, yeah, and you held him up. Yeah, it was beautiful. Painted him like one of your French girls. <laughs> oh, baby's fussing. Yeah. Oh, shit. I'm recording at home. And what that means is I'm one room away from my baby who's sleeping. And my wife just texted and said, the baby's fussing. So I guess that means I need to speak a little more quietly Okay, for just a second. And then hopefully he'll go back to sleep. Let me text my wife real quick. We'll fix it in post. (laughs) She said he should be okay in a minute. Okay. Okay. So the SS Aqua is essentially like the SSAN, except half as much like to do. Well, it's like a, it's like a commuter boat. I started whispering too. It's like a commuter boat, I think, <laughs> is the main difference. The SSN is like this luxury liner, is maybe the difference. Mm-hmm. There's about half as many floors and there's half as many rooms. Yeah. You step onto this ship and you pretty much immediately just get plowed into by this dapper looking gentleman. Mm-hmm. And he screams to you about how he can't find his granddaughter. Yeah. And once again, I guess no one on the ship, which is two levels, shouldn't be that hard to find this baby child. It's essentially the Staten Island Ferry. Yeah, exactly. There's men there getting erotic massages. (laughs) 
it's the Staten Island, <laughs> Staten Island Ferry with erotic massages, or is that's always kind of going on there? Have you never been on the Staten Island Ferry? Not in a not in a long time. It's full of machokes giving men erotic massages. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can we do a, a brief sidebar? Yeah, it'd be nice to get a massage from a, a machoke. Well, you would want a machamp. Really? Forearms? Oh, sorry. I meant Machamp. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be nice to get a massage from a Machamp because it's got forearms. They're all ripped up. They're all beefy as hell. Yeah. So he's going to be able to like really dig in. You know they got a great karate chop. So that like chopping thing. Ooh. Hell yeah. That sounds so nice actually. Seismic toss me daddy. Seismic toss me daddy. A licky tongue would come in and lick <laughs> your back up and down just to like grease you up. Oh. Is this the thing? Is this is this a thing in the Pokemon universe? That's gotta be in the anime. That's gotta be in it's somewhere, right? Both furiously looking up Pokemon yeah. Massage Parlor. There's someone named Massage Girl. Massage Girl. A Pokemon groomer who lives in Veilstone City. What the fuck is Veilstone City? Now you're just making shit up. It's in Sinnoh. It's in Gen 4. So we're a ways out from the Massage Girl. Not that far. But she massages the player's Pokemon for free. So why not Why not trainers? And why not Pokemon doing the massaging? Whenever we blow into Sinnoh, I got a business plan. Yeah. Sharks. <laughs> Sharpedos. How about... What do you got planned for Sharpedos? Sharpedo tank. That's got to be their shark tank equivalent, right? Okay, great. <laughs> yes. Or if they're from um, the Galar region, it's um, Dragonite Den. Oh, yeah, Dragonite's Den. So we're on the SS Aqua, right? It's the similar setup to SS Anne, where it is just a bunch of people who are, like, wiling out to fight. But it's fucking random people. Like, I don't even think you fight a sailor. You fight maybe a couple. There's no rhyme or reason. There was a fire breather, I remember. Why is a fire breather on a boat? I don't know. You don't want a fire breather on a fucking boat? (sighs) Josh, there's jugglers. There was a it's juggler. There fucking... was a juggler, and I don't want to. <sighs> juggling doesn't work on a boat either. It's rocking around. Every single one of his Pokemon were so gross, and it... Juggler Fritz was my "You Make Me Barf" Pokemon of the week because here's what he was. Oh, in the, in the, it is the segment, and it's the juggler. The trainer and everything that he's got. Juggler Fritz was dealing with three Pokemon, each one more disgusting than the last. (laughs) He had a Mr. Mime, which was my literal You Make Me Barf Pokemon of the week. Have I ever used Mr. Mime as my You Make Me Barf yet? Somehow? Seeing it in action in this game, so gross. God, I hated it. God, it's about time. He's also got a Magmar, and he's also got a Machoke, and it's just like, dude what are you doing why is this like it's like your greatest hits of the ones you hate it's so bad (laughs) magmar and machoke are previous you make me barf so yeah i know mr mime bound to happen and mr mime is an obvious obvious addition to that storied lineup absolutely so this guy was just like he was like i'm solely here to gross tanner green ring out Ugh. What a terrible lineup. Why they even let him on this thing with all that? They're like, sir, you're going to have to keep your um, friends. <laughs> Do your friends here have tickets? He's like, you mean my Pokemon? It's like, no, <laughs> those are those are three like humanoid <laughs> beings. <laughs> they all got some kind of damage, but we're looking at some humans here. Those are humanoid. <laughs> Man, I'm looking at the 
looking at the gold sprite in particular of Mr. Mime. Josh, what's what's keeping me from growing out my hair, shaving it in such a way that it, it comes out <laughs> at two points from the sides? Yeah. And putting on an outfit where I have like big red shoulder pads on and just saying like, I'm Mr. Mime. Society. Uh, dignity. But like the line is so thin on this. Yeah, it is really thin. It's such a gray area. That's just a dude. That's just a dude. It's just, you know, now it's got, it's got me thinking again about another like gritty Pokemon reboot in the style Detective Pikachu. You do a Joker parody with Mr. Mime. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I would hate to watch that. Now, that's the best picture winner. <laughs> that's yeah. a commentary on society. <laughs> Ugh. Who would who would play Mr. Mime? Oh, oh I mean. <sighs> it would be like Danny DeVito or something. It would be very short. I know. That's what I wanted to say, but I also wanted him to voice Detective Pikachu. Oh, yeah. But he could just do it all, basically. I mean, he's got the stature... And, like, if he brings in Frank energy from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, he's Mr. Mime. Josh, Juggler Fritz is by far the worst trainer I've ever encountered in this game. Yeah, that's a... What a nightmare. Dangerous trainer. You make your way through the SS Aqua, and you find your way to the captain's quarters, and there with the captain is the young woman child there's some bullshit too first where you have to go like down to the second level and there's a guy blocking the like path right and when you try to get past him he's just like nope can't get past me he makes you go find his friend who he calls lazy because he hasn't come back from his break and you have to backtrack and go find like another sailor in a room that was previously empty and it's like yeah you're just throwing up stoppers for no reason pokemon everyone on this boat everyone in the region we're going into is shirking their duties from a gameplay perspective it's just like why why are you doing this to me (laughs) like why are you slowing me down in this totally arbitrary and stupid way right whatever you don't even get to like battle the sailor you know yeah like at least give me give me some some of that sweet exp baby yeah exp baby i don't get anything out of this so anyway once you get past that you go to the captain's quarters the girl is there you return her to her grandfather grandfather I will give a respete to the grandfather because he gives you that metal coat that, ooh. Oh, yeah. I've wanted that metal coat for so long. Josh, you and I are in a pickle, huh? Yeah. Because now we're quarantined. And at some point here (laughs) in the near future, we're probably going to be told to shelter at home. We're going to be forbidden from seeing one another and battling. Can 3DSs, is their range six feet or is it three? Because if it's six, we're in business. We can meet up on the street. Do a quick couple of trades and then go our separate ways. Josh, I don't know, man. We're in a pickle. We might have to figure this out. I gotta get Caesar. Well, and I got a lot of guys I need to get too, man. This thing's halfway to level 100. I got a lot of guys I need to get too now. I'm so curious for this because I know most of the Pokemon in these gens, if not all of them, that need trades to evolve. Okay, well, we'll talk about and it. And I definitely know which ones are not sweeties. And we'll talk about it when we get back from this break josh welcome back to the show bug catchers welcome back to the show welcome back now that i'm at home taking a break means going out and having a little chat with my wife that's nice and asking how the boy is doing and eating an oreo cookie oh so you have a replacement for the m&ms i was curious about that well the m&ms have actually been gone for quite some time oh did they get rid of them because of the covid yeah 
The guy who runs the co-working space got rid of the communal snacks some weeks ago because of COVID-19. Then got rid of the co-working space. Right. Jesus. Where will everyone have their psychosexual meetups? Oh my god, I haven't even... I haven't even... Oh. Josh, I hadn't even considered the psychosexual cinema club. They're really in trouble. And I'm really in trouble without it. (laughs) What's going to be my outlet now? I know. I think I'm going to have to find some psychosexual themes in these games now. Oh. Because I don't have that outlet anymore. More than usual? (laughs) Josh, you want to do level check? Now that we've made our way to Kanto. We made it to Kanto. We touched down in beautiful Vermilion City. Love that sea air. Touchdown in the land of Delta Blues, in the middle of the pouring rain. Wait, what'd you say? (laughs) I said touchdown in the land of Delta Blues, in the middle of the pouring rain. (laughs) It's from a Mark Cohn song called Walking in Memphis. That's it. What's funny is I also brought that song up on one of my other podcasts that I do. And my co-host on that podcast also had never heard of it. I know Walking in Memphis. Okay. But I don't know the words the lyrics, other than yeah. Walking in Memphis. Yeah. Because I'm what is walking it? in I'm Memphis. I'm walking in Memphis. Yeah. You know, so, something like that. Got my little feet off, 10 feet off a bill. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Love to be walking anywhere other than my apartment. Do you want to talk about our, our boys and our girls and our levels? Let's do the level check. Let's start with your dumb, boring team. That's the same as it always is. Obviously, they were champions in our battle roulette Mm. with David two episodes ago. Mm -hmm. For now. So, you know, why would you mess with something that's working? I mess with success. Exactly. But I will tell you, I am pleased to announce that it is the Fab 50 Club. They're all level 50. That actually does sound nice. Yeah. I mean, if you're bringing in new talent, I'm going to be very curious what their levels are. Not 50. I actually, I'll be curious what your training regimen was, or if you were mostly capturing. I ran the Elite Four a couple more times. You could do that? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, you can just keep fighting them. It's annoying at the moment, because you get sent back to Newbark Town, and we don't yet have the train. So, so you have to keep doing Tojo Falls, Route 26, Indigo Plateau. Ugh. I did that like eight times this week. I only did it twice, but I wanted to like give the bug catcher something to work with. My levels hadn't changed for a little bit. So they're level 50. And we got Julie Cooper up front. Still weep a bell. Gross. Still don't have a leaf stone. Gross. I hate it. Then we have Ryan Atwood, Scyther. Mm-hmm. Still a Scyther, huh? It's funny because I just, I thought I, I heard, I thought I heard you say you got the metal coat. Got the metal coat. Love to put that metal coat on him. Think it'll look pretty fetching. Yeah. He's a bad boy. Don't you think a metal coat would look good on a bad boy? Well, and I would like that too, but you're socially isolated, so. We had Summer, Lapras, the Loch Ness Monster. Everybody knows her. Everybody loves her. Yeah. Then we have Marissa, Gengar, still loving it. Mm. Dr. Roberts, Golem, no changes there. Same old bullshit. 50. Level 50. And then Sandy Cohen, Noctowl, level 50. Can't believe you're still rocking this fucking Noct... You know what? I can't believe you're rocking either the Golem or the Noctowl. I will guarantee that I will make at least one more change. I understand that, and I appreciate it, but, like, you level these fucking things to 50, Josh. (laughs) Well, I mean, they were so close that I wanted to just get them to a round number, and I want them to be prepared for, like, if my other idea doesn't work out. I love that you're, like... 
I'm dedicated to leveling my Noctowl to 50, but I'm not dedicated to leveling Taylor Townsend to 36 so she can evolve into Pidgeot. <laughs> I'm going to do that. <laughs> Great. I do still fly around with Taylor. Okay. She's still around. So what did you do? Oh, Josh, what a journey I've been on. I received a missive this week. <laughs> Okay. From a benefactor. Oh, what is this? Great expectations? Someone who's very interested in the career of Fjallstan and wants to see him succeed. Someone who's been tracking our progress very closely and has noticed that Fjallstan has a disadvantage when it comes to in-person battles with Gringus and with Joshua. Mostly due to talent rather than don't disparage the sweeties. I'm not about to sit here and listen to that. This benefactor said, I want to help you get better. I want to help you build a team that's going to take on Joshua next time you fight him. And he said, it's going to be a lot of hard work, but I think you can do this. And I said, okay, here's something you should know. Dr. Anonymous. Or no, that's too obvious. I'll <laughs> yeah, say that's it. way too obvious. Here's something you should know, Professor Professor Magma. Mr. Water. <laughs> Famous Pokemon influencer, YouTuber, and Twitter and Instagram influencer. Who could it be? Professor Magma. Who could it be? I'll remind you, Professor Magma, that this is a choice I made. And I'd like to remind the bug catchers of this as well. I was like, I appreciate your help, but I made this choice to do Sweeties. And also... Kind of the whole shtick of the show is Josh is good at Pokemon and I'm bad at it. If I weren't good, then we would have a big problem. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Magma said, I get that, but I would still like you to succeed at least once. Let me help you put together a good team. And I said, okay. Professor Magma, I accept. <laughs> Who's mayor cheat now? Sounds like Professor Magma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put it all on him. So, Professor Magma, he looked at the Sweetie list, and he coached me through a team that I should build. And Joshua, I built that fucking team. Other than all of these fucking trades that you had to make? Yeah, I got to do some leveling and some trading, but yeah. I got the pieces. The wheels are in motion. Okay. It starts with an old favorite, Josh. So, some of them made it. Poundmaker. Poundmaker made it. Poundmaker, my Growlithe, level 53. <laughs> this outrageous, like, overpowered puppy. He was the one who I was, like, swapping in to finish the battle that Constantine and Pericles started but couldn't finish. Constantine? Constantine. Constantine. Not Constantine? No. Have you ever... Hey, Josh? You ever played Civ Six, bud? Oh, is that Poland? Yeah. I didn't get the Poland expansion, unfortunately. Okay. You should. So, Poundmaker, level 53, Growlithe. Here's where it starts getting wild, Josh. Okay. Sakir Har. Wait, can I guess based on their names? Yep. I can at least guess the ones that are going to need a trade evolution. Right, and you also know Professor Magma well enough to know, like, the dude's like a min-maxer. He's going to find me, like, top-tier talent. Yeah, because... I think normally in this scenario... It was Dr. Lava. Let's stop skirting around the issue. <laughs> it was famous YouTuber and Twitter personality, Dr. Lava. He literally DM'd me and he's like, let's take down Josh. Professor Magma was really going to throw everyone off the scent with that mm -hmm. masterful pseudonym. Yeah, no, I know. And I didn't want to confuse anyone. It was Dr. Lava. So 
he's okay with being revealed as this backer. Oh, I don't know. I didn't ask him. Part of his name's going to be on the line if I still crush you. That's true. <laughs> Sorry, Dr. Lovett. Sounds like you're fucking... <laughs> now you got a stake in this. Now your yeah. reputation is at stake. It's Mrs. Havisham. Dr. Lava, I appreciate that you helped me, but like, I'm still the man I am. Like, I'm still well capable of fucking this up for you. Recently having learned of the type mashups. <laughs> <laughs> okay, s- secure har. All right, so I feel like there's a fairly good chance a polytoad is going to be involved. Knowing your background, that you love that line... It's a sweetie. I would think normally for a min-maxer that Dr. Lava would probably want to go for like a Kingdra, but we both know Kingdra looks decrepit. That name, what'd you say? Sakirhar, it's it's a non-playable leader from the Gifts of the Nile scenario in Civ 6. He leads the uh, Hyksos people. Slow King? Nope. Is it a Slowpoke? Nope. All right. Hakirsar is my Eevee. Oh, you have an Eevee involved. Eevee is on a journey, and I'm not going to reveal to you yet, or to you, the bug catchers yet, where Eevee will end up. But Eevee is on a journey. I mean, we know Umbreon definitely is. Mm -hmm. And there's another one. Espeon. And that's maybe the only two. No, Flareon, I think. You remember how I just said I have Poundmaker? The Growlithe? Especially after I was talking about wanting to have an Espeon. Interesting. Okay. So you've really narrowed it down. Next up in my lineup, Constanti. Constanti. Constanti Ostrogski of Poland, Lithuania or something like that. It's just a great leader. Playable leader from the Jadwiga's legacy scenario in Civ Six. He leads the valerians voli valini i don't think it's valerians <laughs> valerian steel the valinians okay you had plenty more leaders to use before you're going into specific like scenario leaders that are not even like normally playable i don't care i don't care shut up okay i pick them because i'm doing one of two functions picking a name that's cool b picking a name that's potentially not culturally insensitive sure Constati. Is level 42, and do you want to guess what it is? This is the one that I was really focused on leveling this week. Is this the Poliwhirl? This is the Poliwhirl. Politoed was bound to happen. And I'll say this, it's on a journey that's going to require an IRL trade. Right. But you don't even have the King's Rock yet. Not yet, Josh. You're really going to have to put in some time on this. I guess we got plenty of fucking time. It's the one thing we got. Eleanor of Aquitaine. Now, her I like. She's a leader that can be either England or France. She's two leaders. Yeah. yeah. England or France. I prefer the French version. And when we're playing Civ 6. Prefer the English one, of course. Mm-hmm. Level 32. This one's going to surprise you. I'll tell you this. And Jamie can affirm this because she watched me struggle through this. It took me maybe three hours to catch this Pokemon. Okay. Three hours of just grinding in one spot in Kanto. <laughs> in Kanto? Mm-hmm. I was going to say it seems like it could have been like a Porygon and you were grinding in the game corner. Nope. One grassy patch in Kanto and I had to kind of go out of my way to get there. What the fuck? Which is how I ended up going through Lavender Town. It could be Houndor. No. Clefairy? Very close. Chansey. Oh, Chansey, of course. And it's also on a journey. Blissey. Towards another Pokemon. You got a fucking Blissey? 
Interesting. Now that's interesting. Eleanor of Aquitaine, my chancy. Honestly, Josh, a 1% chance of catching this thing on a Route 13. And where is Route 13? The, like, docks. Remember the docks? And, like, that little, like, labyrinth at the bottom of the docks? South of Lavender Town? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a nightmare that was. And I killed two of them by accident. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not helping yourself. Pericles. Level 28. You got at least one trading one left. I texted you earlier today. We were texting before the show started, and I said, one of my Pokemon got so close to being disqualified as Sweetie. Right. But we never actually explicitly said it wasn't a Sweetie. Okay. And that is where this journey ends for Pericles. Man, I'm pretty fucking lost with that one. In what episode did we say- The one with David Sims. Swine up. No. You had a problem with swine up. You had a problem with Sneasel. I didn't. Pericles? Also Sneasels, no Pericles. Pericles, level 28, is a horsey. Oh. Okay, well, I mentioned Kingdra, but Kingdra's disqualified. Kingdra's on the list, my friend. Really? Yep. The original list of sweeties you sent me was horsey, Cedra, Kingdra. <laughs> God damn it, we were just shitting all over Kingdra. I know, but no one of us, no one of us in the three of us ever said that Kingdra was disqualified from being a sweetie. I didn't officially decree that Kingdra was disqualified, even though at the beginning of this bit, I also said Kingdra is exactly what Dr. Lava would have gone for. Kingdra, obviously. Kingdra's great. Poundmaker, Growlithe, Sakir Har, Eevee, Constantine, Poliwhirl. Eleanor of Aquitaine, Chansey, Pericles, Horsey, and then, of course, pulling up the rear, my fly friend, Robert the Bruce. Of course. Who helped me circumnavigate the globe this week. Oh, wow. This is a fascinating team. Okay. Josh, what about that new, fascinating lineup of Fjell stands? How are you feeling about it? Knowing that I have an anonymous benefactor who's <laughs> coaching me to take on and destroy Joshua. It is... An interesting twist. I'll tell you this, too. He told me moves. He was like, here are the Pokemon you want, and here are the moves they should have. Needed a lot of help. He is so confident, Josh, Dr. Lava is, that he only gave me five Pokemon. So was Growlithe on the list or not? Arcanine was. Okay. So you have a wild card slot. I have a wild card slot, and I can just do whatever the hell I want in there, and that's where I'm thinking of swapping in an electric type. Interesting. I'm working with some pretty fun shit this week now. The game has changed. It's pretty interesting. I've never gone up against a Blissey, for one thing. I have dealt... My friend Nash dabbled in the Politoed trade. I'm very familiar with Politoed as an opponent. Okay. Kingdra is annoying. Dr. Lava was like, what do you think of um, Chansey and Blissey? And I was like, oh, I hate the egg. Yeah. I was like, I don't, I don't want it. I hate the egg. And he's like, okay, well, I'm going to put it on the team anyway. And I was like, okay, fine. I feel like you've been pretty negative about Chansey in the past. And then when I went to, like, fucking capture the Chansey on Route 13, it kept eating its own egg. <laughs> yeah. It's got this move called Soft Boiled, where it eats its own egg. And I was just like, Ugh! Yeah. There's a lot of non-sweetie sweeties on this team. Yeah. You got a couple that are really toeing the line. Uh, I mean, the relationship Chansey has with its eggs is, like, pretty Ugh. fucked up. Do you, it also has a move, Egg Bomb. So it's either, like, consuming oh. its own eggs or blowing them up on people. Hucking it at someone else, yeah. Well, how do these things reproduce? 
I also noticed today as I was going to look at the stats for these things that Chansey can use soft boil outside of combat. And it's like, ugh. I just like, I hate the thought of this thing taking its gross egg out of its pouch and like feeding it to me. Yeah. It's just like walking on the road beside you, like tossing <laughs> eggs back. <laughs> ugh, ugh. I hate it. <laughs> Anyway, Josh, that's the new lineup, and that's what I went into Vermilion City with. Yeah, I mean, it's basically a straightforward shot once you dock. I tried to go over and see what was going on at Diglett Cave. Snorlax is there now, so they still haven't gotten the Snorlax under control. Is it the same Snorlax? Because I think I captured it. I captured that one, so this is some other one that wandered down from the mountains or whatever. They're pests. We have to, like, introduce wolverines into, like, this ecosystem to, like hunt and kill all the snorlaxes yeah get these things under control what is this beautiful sound i'm hearing (laughs) it appears that bobby's just booted up the ps4 you know the (laughs) menu screen it is very serene i thought it was coming from outside i was like did someone just like start a yoga camp in your courtyard (laughs) court wow courtyard you think i have a courtyard you got that little like alleyway like concrete like alleyway that decrepit space between the buildings there's like a mysterious motorcycle in that i've never seen used is there even a way to get into there yeah you can bring like big pieces of trash back there we also heard like a young child screaming like playing in it earlier this week yeah of course like what else are young children gonna do right now things are getting (laughs) very weird around here I did pay a visit to see, first of all, if that building that that guy with his machop had been working on three years ago was done yet. Still in progress. Still in progress. He says that he ran out of money. Well, that happens. And it's like, Kanto's really in trouble, is what it looks like. The economy in Kanto's crash. I don't know if you heard, Josh, but they're suffering from uh, Pokeress. Yeah. Brought it over on that SS Aqua. <laughs> so have you ever <laughs> i haven't done this in a while i listen to the radio okay and there's a channel hosted by dj lily and it's called people in places okay i encourage you to check it out she just shits on people in places okay dj lily is shady as hell she sounds cool she rambled off like route 14 is sort of okay she said fire breather otis is too picky Pewter City is sort of lazy. I'm going to tell you this, DJ Lily, Firebreather Otis is a fucking gross pervert. Yeah. As are all the Firebreathers. The last thing that she said was that Leader Whitney is inspiring. Okay. And she has inspired a number of artists on Rule34.xxx, so you're right there. Yeah. So DJ Lily knows what's She up. has inspired a number of artists, I can say with full confidence. <laughs> Jeez. It's a whole movement. Mm. It's a bit of a Dadaist kind of a thing, postmodern. Yeah, sure, it's Dadaist. (laughs) So, I guess it's more of surrealism. So, I don't know if you did all this stuff. I'm just, I went back to the old haunts. I went to the Pokemon fan club as well. Yeah, I went to the Pokemon fan club too. He just gives you a rare candy to listen to the same rant about his fetish, Rapidash. Yeah, well, and who doesn't? To be fair. Now, we are headed into the vermilion city gym yeah joshua last time we were here in vermilion city in gen one the vermilion city gym gave me so much dang trouble because of the dang trash can puzzle right i really stumped by that one 
It's a very difficult puzzle. Yeah, I mean, I found that one pretty easy. But uh, I struggled with Price's Gym with all the ice skating, so we'll call it even. Not a concern this time. No. The gateway to Lieutenant Surge in the back of the gym was wide open, and you don't need to inspect any trash cans at all. You still need to do battle with his boys. Garbage collectors are still operating, even if everything else in this region isn't. Which I I just thought was very generous of them, because I didn't want to do that fucking trash can puzzle again. Yeah. And I beat his boys. Did you fight guitarist Vincent? Guitarist is cool. Yeah. A very niche. They look kind of like a emo or like punk. Or like a hair. Hair metal. Hair metal, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they all got a bunch of trash. Magnemites, Voltorbs, Electrodes. Yeah. They never learn. Yeah. The gentleman had a Pikachu and a Flaffy. I like that one. That one was good. And then you take on Lieutenant Surge, and if you're anyone who has a fire-type Pokemon like I do, Growlithe, it was like, okay, well, I'm going to do Flamethrower on all five of your Pokemon, and every single one of them are going to die. Just roasted them. Every single Pokemon went down with a Flamethrower. Yeah, I mean, it was a joke for me because of Dr. Roberts. I just earthquaked all of them. Five earthquakes, five down. One of them I did bid a sweet farewell to because the Raichu was Joshi's sweetie. Oh, and the Raichu is so cute in this game. Yeah, the Raichu is very cute. It's sort of orange. Yeah, they fully bring out his real color scheme here. I like the Raichu a lot. It's like a burnt orange. He's got this super, like bubbly belly yeah i mean we talked about he's rotund in gen one as well but they really nailed it this time all the kind of chew style mon were at one point in time rotund pikachu raichu meryl that's true they they slim down which is kind of weird later on lieutenant Sarge also has this electabuzz who caught my eye and i was like "Ooh, okay yeah i like what i'm seeing now that you're in full color I feel like you didn't really understand when I nominated Electabuzz last season. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. But I like it now. I think I'm into it. Dr. Lava did me a favor and built me a five-person team, but he reserved me a slot for for me to be creative and for me to do my own thing. Yeah. And the more I think about it, I was like, oh, Electabuzz, that's interesting. Yeah. And you tell me that we're going to the power plant next game? Yeah, we're going to the power plant next episode. I remember last time we went to the power plant, I think there were Electabuzz around then. That's right. That's when he became a sweetie. So maybe I've had an opportunity there. You might have one. We'll see. Joshua. I took on Lieutenant Surge. I I beat him in five hits. It was a six-hit fight. What was the sixth hit? I hit Raichu. I hit Magneton. I hit Electrode. I hit Electrode. I hit Electabuzz. And then Lieutenant Surge hit the ground. (laughs) Yeah. There it is. Joshua. You then went on to defeat Saffron City, which we will talk about next week because we are changing up the format of the show from here on out. Yeah. Now that we are back in Kanto, we realize that the timetables have become shortened. There's not quite enough to do between individual gyms, so we will be going to a two-gym-per-week format. Scary, but we have to do it. You suggested this to me, and I said, yes, let's do it. And what you meant was, let's do it now. So you did defeat Vermilion City and Saffron. 
but I didn't. So we're going to be talking about Saffron City and Cerulean City. Yeah, and next week is a journey. We will be doing the inverse of what we did last season because we have to go via Saffron City. We go to Lavender Town and then up the other direction, a rock tunnel, power plant, Cerulean. So we will be fighting Sabrina and Misty. Oh, does that mean we're going to be activating the train? Yes, the train will come back online once we're oh, thank God. once the power plant is reinstated, but we're going to have to solve that problem. Okay. Aside from that, they slimmed it down, and aside from that, you just heard about this last game. So, we're going to try to get you guys to gen 3. It also means that Josh and I were supposed to battle at the halfway point through Kanto, but at this point because we are cutting down to two a week and the fact that we are literally quarantined and unable to visit one another right because uh we live in brooklyn and it's a hellscape here we might not battle which is should be well-trod territory for all of you at this point right us promising to battle and not battling should be very familiar to you yeah that's canon yeah you know at least we can't like lose our DSs or delete I wouldn't put it past me our games because we can't go anywhere but I wouldn't put it I'm past saying me saying it yeah yeah not sure do have a baby and I got a couple of cats running around so <laughs> who knows we will hopefully battle at least at the end of the season okay Joshua I have to relinquish the bedroom back to my wife so she can go to bed that's fair my name this week has been Sunfloraner, a.k.a. Tanner Greenring, and your name, Joshua, this week has been Pinekosh, a.k.a. Josh Fielstad. We played Pokemon Gold and Silver. We made it back to the Kanto region, and we made it through Vermilion City and Lieutenant Surge's gym. Next week, we will be making our way through Lavender Town, Rock Tunnel, Power Plant, and battling Misty in Cerulean City. That's right. Until then, please rate, review, subscribe follow how how else do people interact with podcasts the new thing is screaming at people out of the windows onto the street and do that yeah do that and it's beautiful everyone in italy is doing this now if you got like a tambourine maybe you can make a little song yeah we sing plenty of songs on the show i'll say this now do the morose california cover people have still been dming us and talking about the show on twitter we're going to put a hiatus on sending out stickers in the short term. Yeah. Because, well, I think shit is grim right now. And, like, we want to be responsible with everything that's going on in the world. So we're not going to, like, intentionally, like, ship things out of Brooklyn into the rest of the country. So yeah. if we got your address, you'll get them. And we appreciate the support. We appreciate the support. We appreciate everything you guys are doing. Please do keep tweeting about the show. Please keep recommending the show to friends. Now that everyone's stuck indoors, like it's more important than ever. Everyone needs this kind of shit. So like, do keep supporting the show. We will kind of like pick up the the sticker sending process again in the future. But for now, it just feels like the responsible thing to do is to not send things out of our Brooklyn apartments. We'll just stick to talking at you and talking with you on Twitter and Instagram at expsharepod. Thank you for joining us. Joshua, do you have anything to say? Smell ya. Okay. Smell ya later. <laughs>